well, it's the long-awaited blockbuster tentpole hit of the summer. People have been sitting there, as I was, camped out outside the movie theater, waiting in line to be the first in to see this magnificent piece of work. I'm talking, of course, about the cultural phenomenon that's known as the movie documentary Fauci. Now, the reason I find this a little interesting is because uh, I took a look at some of the stills on IMDb from Fauci, and uh, near as I'm able to tell, uh, Fauci makes My Dinner with Andre look like a Michael Bay action picture. Uh, it is Dr. Fauci basically talking about why he thinks what he does, and that's not the issue. Here's the issue. Turns out that uh, Rotten Tomatoes had a uh, score for uh, Fauci. Now, originally, as of yesterday, they had simply deactivated the audience score. Rotten Tomatoes has reviewers, and then you can have an audience score. So there's the official elite people who know what movies are. And these are the people who work for newspapers, and they're the official reviewers. And then there's the crowd of the great unwashed uh, who, who just chips in whenever they want to, as they want to do. Uh, so we look at the score for Fauci, and the critics gave it 91%. Uh, the audience score was 2%. That's quite a remarkable difference, actually. Uh, Steve, uh, what is it about these idiot common people? Is it just that they're too stupid to appreciate <laughs> fine art like this? Is that is that what you're trying to say? Well, when you're trying to celebrate a, uh, a warm and accomplished personality like Dr. Fauci, I think maybe a documentary is just a little too dry. That's just not the popular approach you want to take. What I would what I would like to see is Fauci with an exclamation mark, the musical, and. <laughs> We could have numbers like uh, springtime for lockdowns, uh, masks are here to stay, pump up the jabs. There are all sorts Rock of fun. Me, Dr. Fauscius, yeah. Yeah, there, there are all sorts of fun things you could do to, to really drum up uh, consumer interest in, uh, in uh, Dr. Fauci. Uh, a little more seriously, you know, who knows what's going on? I know, I know you want to talk about the, uh, the disconnect between the elites like movie critics or our superiors in Washington and Sacramento and elsewhere um, versus the mob, you know, us proles out here just voting on our little online things. But there's a more serious point here, and it's that Rotten Tomatoes is just a garbage metric. It's absolutely awful. It's the worst way. Look, elections are bad enough. Um, but until and unless we figure out a better way to select our leaders, and I don't think we ever will, we have to have elections. Um, but what a terrible way to rate art. What a terrible way. Uh, it's just it's just awful. I'll give you an example. And I know I talked about this backstage, but Roger Ebert was an idiot about politics. He was, however, such a brilliant movie critic that by reading his his critiques of movies, it made me a smarter moviegoer. I learned to enjoy. He taught me to enjoy movies than I than I had before I started reading him. And it's not that I agreed with him on everything. No, no, no. You find a you find a critic or two that you trust their reasoning and you can relate to their writing and what they do is whether or not they liked a movie, the way they talk about that movie lets you know whether or not you're going to like it, regardless of whether or not they gave it the thumbs up or the thumbs down. And that's what a critic is supposed to do, is to give you the context to make up your own mind. This idea that 35 
accredited or whatever approved Rotten Tomato viewers have uh, have the lock on quality and that uh, 500 or 5 million Rotten Tomato uh, uh, online contributors uh, have some better or worse lock on the quality of a film. No, these are garbage <laughs> metrics. The quality of the art of the movie is determined by the viewer. And by the way, the this movie the sucks. If they're garbage <laughs> metrics, then why are they there? And you raise an interesting sure, point. Let's take Roger rather. Ebert, for example, who was an excellent film critic as a general rule, I thought. I want to know if Roger Ebert would give a movie thumbs up 91% of the time. Or not, let's say he, he, let's just say, here's the question. Did Roger Ebert differ from his audience by 91% to 2%. Oh, I in doubt other words, it. if no, Roger no Ebert went in and rated a movie at 91%, would the audience then based on Roger Ebert's recommendation go in and rate that movie at 2%? No. No, because a good movie critic is supposed to be able to understand how film works, but he's also supposed to be able to connect with the audience and represent this idea that this is something you should go and see and not go and see. And Roger Ebert talked to people about what he thought was good movies and weren't good movies. And most of the time he was right because he didn't have an agenda. But when you have a 91% rating on the part of the uh, the mainstream uh, news media and a 2% rating on the part of the viewing public, you've got a couple things going on. You've got this elite divide, you've got people outright lying, and you also have this gaslighting going on. 91%. Fauci, fantastic movie. Everything in it, just great. Now, Scott, we talked earlier on the backstage show. We have a, another uh, metric out here, which is undoubtedly a garbage metric. But the data in this metric is not the data that you seem to think I'm pointing to. The IMDb rating for this movie has actual numbers on it. There were 5% of the audience gave it uh, a 10 out of 10. And then all the way down to nothing. And then 90% of the audience gave it one out of 10. Now, you've talked about how it's possible to have all of the anti-Fauci people suddenly go and review a movie that they didn't see, but these kind of numbers are pretty, pretty lopsided. And so IMDb decided to give Fauci an overall rating of 5.8 stars, when the arithmetic mean is 1.6 and the median is one star. Why well, do you do that? Well, you know, the people don't know what they like. Um, I, <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> no, I, I think this uh, this under. I think the problem they're having is that it exposes the underlying flaw of their entire system, and so they had to jump in and make corrections when they saw that their system was being used to make a political statement uh, that really wasn't related to people who had actually seen the movie and didn't like it, but there were people who were political opponents of what Dr. Fauci stood for. And and really, their whole system's that way all the time. It's just usually the, the movies aren't so overtly uh, lightning rod political as, as this one seems to have become. Um, I, I think that few people trust those kinds of ratings, whether from the critics or from the alleged masses, uh, you know, who voted on these things. I do think they made a huge mistake uh, trying to come up with a new 
indicator. I think they should have, you know, perhaps they should put a note in there if they see that this is driven by, you know, bot submissions or something that that people are, are submitting one-star reviews who aren't really people or who didn't see the film. I think putting a note in there that said, you know, this film got an unusually high number of one-star reviews. Uh, it seems like it may be connected with this movement to, to, to drive down the popularity of this movie. Oddly enough, the people who were trying to ensure that nobody goes to see Fauci have drawn attention to it. In fact, there are some talk shows that are actually doing whole shows about this topic. So they are really, uh, they they defeated themselves if they hope to defeat the movie by going in and put a bunch of of negative reviews and and making a political statement that way. I, I think it was stupid for IMDb to come up with a new measurement metric. I think they should have just acknowledged the weakness of their existing model and said, you know, well, this this is just how this can be manipulated. And it's probably been manipulated in the past, but maybe not in as an effectively coordinated manner as we see now. And so, you know, we we weren't our attention wasn't drawn to it. I chose this topic because it's the most egregious example I've seen of a phenomenon that I've been watching going on for years and years and years. Now it's all part of the gaslighting of the American people. And it basically works like this. If it is a left wing film, it will have very high scores from critics and very low scores from the audience. And then we're told it's a statistical fluke or or it's something, you know, something like, oh, no, no, it's just a bunch of those Trump voters and so on. However, if it's a right wing film, it'll have a very low critical score and a very high uh, user score, watch, you know, just regular people score. And this relationship has been consistent over the last 10 years. So something funny is going on here. And I am particularly fascinated by this. If you go to this, uh, as you can see from this diagram, uh, this uh, screenshot here, up at the top says Fauci 2021 user ratings, 5.8, 5.8 out of 10 stars. It's not bad, a little better than average. And then you look below and you see the graph and you see the numbers and you realize, No, the median score is one star. And then you get to the paragraph that interests me. 8,093 IMDb users have given a weighted average vote of 5.8 out of 10. Well, I'm looking at the numbers down there and I don't see 5.8 out of 10. And then it says, note, our rating mechanism has detected unusual voting activity on this title to preserve the reliability of our rating system. An alternate weighting calculation has been applied. I personally think that with regard to, oh, I don't know, the way that certain votes are counted, occasionally an alternate weighting calculation has been applied. And this open admission of an alternate weighting calculation being applied in the face of data is something that I've seen with the global warming uh, issues quite a lot too, that when the data doesn't match what they're supposed to match, then we find that an alternate weighting calculation has been applied. In other words, disregard the data, disregard what your own eyes are saying, disregard the fact that this is a, a an almost a two-hour documentary about one of the most boring men in the most charismatic free situation possible. Here are some screen grabs. I'm already falling asleep. 91% from the critics who are trying to tell you something and the people aren't buying it. So I'm getting plenty, plenty, plenty tired of being told what to think. And I know I'm not alone here because even if even if IMDb is correct and huge volumes of people, 7,340 as of this count, decided to go and give uh, Fauci a one-star rating based on what they thought about Dr. Fauci, that's data. You see, 
that's data. And to take that data and turn that into a 5.8 or to give it a 91 is to basically say, well, we counted your votes, but we didn't like the outcome. So we've made a declaration that's more suited to our taste. For Steve Green and Scott Ott, I'm Bill Whittle. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time right here on Red Angle.